Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of the Bad Boys Podcast, where Fonzo oh, starts talking right about oh. now. Episode 375 of the Bad Boys Podcast, coming at you. Randomly Ooh. rants on all things movies. Make sure your chair ain't squeaky. Comes out loud and clear on the microphone. Sorry. That's all right. If you can just sit still for two hours, it'd be fantastic. It would be great. <laughs> yes. We are going to randomly rant on all things movies and maybe other things. For now, I'm your chairs. Host. Yes, good chairs. I am your host, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley. Hey, Harley, how's it feel to be interrupted? It sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it? What were you saying, Harley? What's your name, Marcus Burnett? <laughs> <laughs> Tony, aka MCP. <laughs> Had to time that shit. Make sure everyone's gonna get interrupted. He ran real quick on that one. Was that on my fruity? What's going on, fellas? Hey, hey! Happy Tuesday, yo! We're going on Tuesday night. Yes, sorry about that. This last week's been craziness. So, I mean, without any for we we had to just get cracking. We get, it's been a long night, I believe. So, what any further ado? You revisited Blade Runner. Is that right, Harley? I did. Um, our my guy um, Bo that we had on the podcast a couple months ago. He is a big fan of it. Plans on going to see the uh, the twenty forty nine one out in the theater. And um, he, I mean, you know, if you guys remember, he's a big fan of the old movies. You know, um, he watches everything on VHS. He doesn't even own a DVD player. <laughs> So, um, so I said, and, and I've always had a problem with the movie. I've always, I've always kind of never liked it. I've seen it two or three times and I just, it just never worked with me. So, um, I've seen the, uh, the final cut, I think as they call it. I believe so. Uh, I believe so. That's not to be I'm confused, not to for. be confused with the ultimate cut because mm-hmm. there is no ultimate cut. Um, I think it's basically kind That's of, nice uh, it's difficult to even get a hold of the theatrical version and then the international version, which is what became the sort of director's cut. Um, but this, uh, the final cut is basically the one and only cut that Ridley Scott has kind of, um, said is the definitive cut. So. Anyways, um, part of, I think, the reason why I never the movie never sort of worked with me was um, it's, it's a little vague. There's, there's um, like, the first time you see it, it's one of those movies you got to watch a couple times before you get it kind of thing. And, um, and obviously there's the, you know, the whole if, is... Uh, Deckard or Harrison Ford character is he a replicant at all and um, he sure appears to be especially in the uh, the final cut it really implies that he is in fact a replicant and 
And the, this, I did finally get it, quote unquote, this time. Maybe I had to watch it in my old age or, or I don't know, but I get it now. And I get why so many people like it. Um, it it addresses back in 1982 almost what The Matrix kind of made popular was if it's if it's so real, it doesn't know any different. Well, then what's the difference? You know, I mean, as you're watching the movie, <clears throat> you you find basically everybody on screen is a replicant, and half of them don't even know it. So, but they have emotions like a human and they look and they bleed and they die just like a human. So what's the difference? And so it really kind of questions that what separates us from just a really good artificial intelligence, you know, and we've obviously seen a dozen movies address this topic and some of them have done it very well. And some of them done it, you know, mediocre to poor. But if you saw this in 1982, you know, and got your grubby hands on the VHS cassette when 1986 or whatever, and you watched it a bunch of times, and you looked at all the subtle little this and that. I could see why a lot of people just think this is just this is just the bomb. Um, and it's got some neat elements. It really does. It's not a. It shows its age. It's it's a very slow burn. Um, there's little to no action in it. Um, I, I've never been one to, I'm never, I've never been a huge fan of Harrison Ford and he's, his performance is, is dry. I mean, he's very sort of, uh, unemotional and, and, you know, like Tony always points out, that's kind of his role. It's kind of his mm. character. Um, but it makes it difficult to kind of root for him. Um, Rutger Hauer is plays Roy Beatty and plays um, sort of the main replicant that he's after, and and he's very good. He's he's the strength of the film. We don't see a lot of him at the beginning. Um, we get we get a, a good dosage of him towards the end, um, but his character is essentially underused per se or under. So what I'm looking for under underrepresented, um, and so it watching it now, it, and this will be this is this like the cut is the final time I'm going to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it didn't necessarily change my opinion on the movie. Um, I, I can say, and after watching a bunch of YouTube videos and and the difference between all the different cuts, I I feel like I've given it its due credit and given it the the time to sit down and watch it. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not my favorite by any stretch of the means. It's, it's neat. It's got some really cool, the noir kind of thing is, is neat. Um, the universe that Ridley Scott brought to life, um, you know, just a couple years after he did alien is cool. Um, uh, and it does make me intrigued to see the sequel only because the subject matter is so uh, poignant in today's day and age. Um, 
you know, who's to say that, you know, in just a few decades when the sequel comes out in 2049, we won't, you know, replicants and, you know, artificial intelligence won't be a big, uh, a big deal. So, um, I am, I am highly intrigued to see the sequel. Um, but, uh, for, for now, Blade Runner, the final edition gets a, gets a mild dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Have either one of you seen it anytime recently? Not recently enough, no. Yeah. I've never watched it. Oh, you've never seen it at all? No. Oh, interesting. I'd be curious your take on it. Yeah, I you're, you're watching for the new one. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a lot like you know Bo and myself, where we love this these original films from the '80s, and we 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 kind of have a soft spot for them. Yeah, but I'm only going to um, watch it on Laserdisc. I only watch movies on Laserdisc now. Any other format? It's all about there's Laserdisc. Only, there's, only, there's only six copies, six movies though. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had to flip it four times apparently to finish mm-hmm. the whole thing. Well, no, that was. Uh, it's not long. It's it's under two hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a little long just because yeah. it you know it sort of plods along a little bit, and and then there's the love interest, and you know sh- she's a replicant, but she doesn't know it, and so he's you know he's sort of tasked to tell her you're a replicant, but then it kind of makes her sad and. Um, uh, and her performance isn't very good. Of course, she's a replicant, so uh, what do you expect? Edward J- James Olmos's character is probably the most intriguing, and we literally get a total of three minutes on screen of him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's he's not in it very much at all. So, um, it, it's a neat movie, and I I can see why a lot of people like it. All right. Any other words? <laughs> no. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I watched okay. it yesterday. So, yeah, real oh, quick, you, I uh, yeah, you... yeah, I got a lot. But real quick, before we get into that, I uh, I threw out the bad signal on our Facebook page. Anyone asked a question, and uh, my man MCP is rocking out on Guitar Hero. He's asked a picture and was able to get a question from our boy Art. He was asking us how – I got another question about the picture too, Tony, by the way. I don't know if you're looking if you're looking at it, but are you looking at it? No. Oh. Okay. If you look at it, there's a dog behind you on the couch sleeping. But the what intrigues me the most is there the dog's playing the trombone in the background? What? Yeah. You gotta log into Facebook and look. Tony, right. am I seeing things or is that dog actually playing the trombone in the back? Dog playing a trombone, trombone in the back. Yeah, see, it's you rocking out, right? You see that? Okay. Look yes, at your left. Yes, that is a dog playing the playing the tuba. Okay, the tuba. What what is going on there? Why? There's a dog playing a tuba. Not I don't a real understand dog? what the confusion is. But why? Why is the dog playing? The why tuba? the fuck not? If the dog wants to play a tuba, let the dog play a tuba. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Yes, there is a dog <laughs> playing the tuba. Playing the tuba. Is this a real dog? No, that's now, the, is that the, a tuba or is that a xylophone? That is a tuba tuba phone. Xylophone. Okay. 
Yeah, there's a there's like there's that <laughs> instrument in the picture, and then there's the one that the marching band carries that loops around them. That's called a xylophone. Well, it's something similar. Like I was gonna say, no, a xylophone is a little. They have the mallets and the they sticks. hit the metal. Yeah, yeah, they hit the metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I say, like, how the hell do you carry a xylophone around your neck? <laughs> it it's the marching version of the tuba. Yeah, I think one of my brothers um played it. So the dog's like mouth is wrapped around like. Or is it a only playing it? A tuba? Oh, maybe you're right. It's like a let's see, maybe it's a French horn. Is that what you said, Fonzo? I said uh, trombone. Did I? No, what, I said no, trom- no, the trombone is oh, the the like baritone instrument yeah, that I yeah, used yeah. to play with the slide. No, what did I say before? I forget. I said tuba. There's like the tuba, and then there's like Toby Chain, Toby Tong. But that's not the question. Art wasn't asking about that dog playing tuba, anyways. <laughs> That was the question. Sorry about that. No, Art had asked, how about Halloween movies that kids absolutely have to watch as in staples for the season? Since we are in October, he's got kids. Harley, you got kids. I got kids. So he's asking, bad boys, help him out. What movies should see as a kid? Now, Tony, you still act like a kid sometimes. You're still a kid to us. Maybe sometimes you like to go through Netflix and watch some of these old kids' movies. So if you want to chime in, feel free. I got a t- couple on top of my head. I would think if he's never seen him, I definitely think Monster House should be definitely in rotation in October. I love that movie. I think any kids, you know, a little bit older than five maybe can watch it. Um, definitely Monster House. Uh, Disney's Hocus Pocus is another good one. Me and my sister used to watch all the time. Um, if you want to change it up, you could throw in uh, old 1995 Casper. Uh, I think that'd be a cool one. Or Adam's Family, 91. That's a good one. And Frankenweenie, Timber's Frankenweenie. I think it's cool. It's black mm. and white. Halloween, but I think it's got that feel, you know. Because I mean, everyone always goes, "Oh, Night Before Christmas," or this or the Great Pumpkin. And I think, all right, you know, I've seen them a bunch of times, but you know, change it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, what was the question? Halloween movies. Halloween movies that kids kid. absolutely have to watch. As in, State then I would argue that Nightmare Before Christmas qualifies because they yeah, did. but they're just they're. <laughs> If a kid hasn't they're, seen anything, they have to watch that because everybody's yeah. seen it. They're going to, you know, in order, just to just to be able to have a conversation with any other person on the planet who has already seen it. Do you watch it on Christmas? Yeah. Do you watch it on Halloween? Um, why not both? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, do you want to go like the horror route do you want you know do you want uh i don't know i kind of feel like you should scare the shit out of kids on halloween i mean you should give them some fucking give, give them some deal. uh like vampires like twilight or something yeah no twilight what the <laughs> fuck i was like yeah wait what, what? I know. I told you totally suckered you in I'm like, what are you doing? don't listen to him <laughs> just because tony's seen all of them Shit, read all the books. Um, I was no, gonna I say mean, like, Vampire like, Hunter uh, D because that's just what I've because I saw it. Uh, but I don't know that? if it's a kid anime, it's an anime. What's it called? Vampire Hunter D. 
but I'm not sure. Throw that out there. Yeah, why not? I'm not, it's, I'm not, I don't know if it's... Then Archer got the trailer. If kids are ready for it, then go for it, you know? Uh, what about Ghostbusters? You think that'd be a good one? Sure. Not too scary? Not too scary, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do... Um, you know, any... Yeah, we got it. We know. No, 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 no. This motherfucker. Um... Uh, Give him some sad, uh, sad, oh, sad throw clown. Throw Norman in there. Fuck yeah. Per fucking Norman. That's awesome. How about uh, how about Poor Sleepy Lord. Hollow? Uh, Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. I uh, like that one. Coraline witches from nineteen ninety. I have Cor- seen that one. Coraline will freak some kids out. What's that? Coraline. Coraline? Let's say again. Core Align. Core Align. That's a good one. I feel oh, like it. Oh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Anyone seen that? I might have when I was a kid. It's been a long time. <laughs> I definitely, <laughs> yeah, I definitely Adam's Family 1 and 2 and Hocus Pocus. I'm going to go with the movie route, you know? Yeah. Casper. What? Tower of Terror. You guys ever seen that from 1997? Mm hmm. Tower of Terror? Yeah. Steve Gutenberg, Kristen Dunst. I'm saving the best for last. Obviously, I'm going to go with Monster Squad. I mean, come on. Oh, it's a Disney movie. I think with Monster on Tide, we can't go wrong, right? Yeah. Monster sure. Squad, Monster House, Paranorman, for sure. Frank and Weenie, for sure. What about E.T.? Takes place on Halloween. <sighs> That's a good point. There you go, Art. We just gave you a bunch of them. Put that all on your list. That should be almost 31 days of horror, Halloween right there. I was going to say, yeah. Shit, that's, that's the whole goddamn... Yeah, report back to us. Let us know. Because either any of those choices would work. So. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's like we said. You know, you want to go like the the kid route? Or do you want to go the PG-13? You said, How about Halloween wanna... movies that kids absolutely have to watch? So... If you, had to, if you had to pick one, I'm gonna go, let's go around the table. Tony, if you had to pick one, what would you do with? Mm. Or something you remember watching as a kid? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll come back to Tony Harley. Mm, fucking original Halloween movie. <laughs> you see that with your kids? <laughs> I would, as long as there's no right, sex in it. The original Halloween is Harley's pick to watch with his kids. <laughs> with his kids. Right. <laughs> you know my uh, boat? I'm go Hocus with... Pocus. That's, that's Hocus Pocus? That's family. where you going with? You seen that one? Yeah, I've seen Hocus Pocus. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go... If you don't want your kids to hear a couple curse words, then I say definitely Monster Squad is hands down the best kids in the horror movie for sure. If not... If you don't want to do that, then I'd go with Monster House because you can't go wrong with Monster House. So, Tony, go back to you. I can't think of anything other than Nightmare Before Christmas. So. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Three choices for you right there, Art. There you go. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks for asking the question. I appreciate it. And uh, that's not the end of Art. We'll, we'll be hearing of tonight's episode. So, And Art, if you're at all curious, it's a sousaphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. 
Yeah, Zuzophone. That's what it was. That's the that's trom- the one you were thinking that's of. The tuba that uh, that's the, the banda tuba carries, that wraps around them. Right. That's it. The Zuzophone. What was I calling it? Xylophone. Xylophone. Zuzophone. Xylophone. Same shit. Yeah. Old jacket, green jacket. But Pedro uh, Nunez, real quick, just chimed in on the Art's question. He decided to answer for us. Oh. <laughs> he said, I'm a horror guy, bro. I've got you covered. The Adams family. I already said that. Mm-hmm. The Halloween that almost was it. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Halloween Town. Disney movie, right? The Burbs? Eh. Yeah, that, that's a good one. You like that one? With Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. The Halloween Tree? Never saw it. Little Monsters. Mm, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Hey, Little Shop of Horrors. That's a classic, but it's yeah. you're going back. No kid's going to watch that. How about, yeah, Monster Squad. You said that. Teen Witch. Yeah. What We Do in the Shadows. Mm. I don't know if I'd watch that with the kids. There's a lot of cursing. Yeah, that's a lot of adult <sighs> humor. What's that? Yeah. That's adult humor. Yeah, so I'm like, that's an odd one to put in there. Hocus Pocus. Uh, I show my nieces these films every Halloween. They're good, clean, fun. Some skirt the line, but not so much. Uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, I think definitely trust that line. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for replying to them. So, yeah. But uh, we got you covered, Art. Don't worry. So everything pretty much repeated, except for uh, our uh, choices were better. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty much saying the same thing. So, yeah. But thanks, Harley, for asking the question. And is a Zuzufone, whatever Harley said. Really Zuzufone, motherfucker. Get it straight. Zuzufone. Yeah. All right, let's move right along. I redesigned. <laughs> I'll leave it with Archie. All right, here we go. All right. So, what did we watch? What did we watch? What's going on? What did you watch? Oh, let's geez. be real. Right let's, let's keep it real. Keeping it real goes wrong sometimes. All right. Yeah. Let's see. What did I watch? Where's that text, Tony? What I got? You have Predator, The Running Man, Mayhem, Hellraiser, Cult of Chucky. Yeah. Where should I start? Yes. I'm I'm actually intrigued with Cult of Chucky because I, I got a soft spot for Chucky. All right, go last for that one then. Just for you, Harley. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, come on. So I'll get into it with my weekends, but so Predator was a certain, certain certain actor was in the movie. He was there watching it with us. So that's always pretty cool. It's fucking Predator, you guys. Come on. How awesome is it, right? I mean, it's, it's fucking Predator. So. Review seeing it in the theater. Okay, it was a 35 millimeter print, so it was kind of dark. It had the pops, it had the graininess, which I kind of kind of dug you know it wasn't mm. really clean hd it was just like old timey like it's been through the room you know it's been through the it's been through the well grind. It's well and it's minute. analog tape too so it's probably been floating around yeah which was its charm years. i think i don't yeah i, I kind of dug yeah. it yeah sound wasn't it's the greatest but seeing it in the theater was awesome seeing it with the crowd was awesome hearing the people recite the lines was fucking great you know what i mean mm. um it uh it was cool. It's it's cool seeing a movie that you've watched so many times on home to see in the theater. I didn't, 
I never thought I'd see it in a theater. So I've never, I've never experienced that. I was, you know, looking forward to seeing Terminator Two in the theater, but it never yeah. got you know, released up you here. You haven't seen an old one yet in the theater yet, huh? No, I've never seen anything re-released. <laughs> yeah, it's, even though, like you say, you've seen it before, but yet, something about that theater experience. You're sitting there into the big screen. You know, you're one ugly motherfucker. You know, we'll stick mm. around. Like it's just. All the lines are there, you know. You got the big action, you got the big tough guys, and got all the jokes, the one-liners, and uh, it just works. I don't know, like John McTiernan, he just was uh, firing on all cylinders, as they would say. Mm-hmm. You know, um, ain't got time to bleed. He got all the lines, all the great lines. Oh, it was, it was just like the most machoist flick of all time. Yeah, some guy sitting next to me was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of gay overtones in this movie," and I'm like, "What?" Are you comparing this to like Top Gun? Like I'm like, I'm like, what's that? He's like, there's all these guys and one girl, none of them talk to him. I'm like, because they're avoiding the fucking not trying to get killed by an alien. What are you talking about, you fucking hipster? Yeah, he looked at me. He's like, ask for my last name too, and I tell him, and he's just like, yeah, I think I, I think I'm I'm like, I don't think so, pal. Like whatever. But he's just like, yeah, I'm ready to see this gay undertone movie. Some shit. I was like, I shut the fuck up. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know. That's a yeah, big that's muscle pretty... dude. Like, yeah, arms gonna be arms are out. Carl Weathers' arms are out. He's like, like when they're shaking, their like he says like one of the scenes. I'm like, I'm like, ask him like, well, like what kind of scene? What are you talking about? You know, I was kind of curious, and he's just like, you know that scene where they're like both him and Carl Weathers hold their arms, and they won't let go. I'm like, it's a fucking arm wrestling. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like that's what he won't let go. Like they were making out afterwards. I'm like, what do you get out of this? What do you want to see? You know, throw your yeah. fucking hipster stash and drink your PBR. All right, fuck off. Takes all kinds. Just for that guy, fuck that. I'm getting Predator Slater. Fuck, fuck that guy. Give <laughs> with that PBR, Tony. Play that shit loud. Fuck that shit. Pops Blue Ribbon. Listen to that. He's so fucking angry. Play that shit again. That's how fuck I feel that right shit. Shit. Ribbon. Ribbon. There you go. Oh. You know, speaking of Dennis Hopper, I oh. met a long relative you of his. Meet, you didn't I didn't meet Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. <laughs> no, but I met a, a, a relative of his. Like a, he's like they're not really close, but. Or Hopper is her last name. She's a Foley artist, yo. Oh. She worked on Halloween 5, The Prophecy, Night of Demons 2. Look who's talking. Mm. A fucking Foley artist, yo. Random is that. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know a Foley artist, right? Vaguely. Re, uh... Tony? Re-educate us. Drop some knowledge <laughs> on us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so listen to this. I'll be like... I'm making footsteps. That's a Foley artist, too. Or if I'm cracking a chicken bone and right next to a mic, that's the Foley artist. All those cool sound effects you hear, there's people behind that shit making ma- ma- magic happen. Okay. That's what Foley I was thinking is. it was like the people who placed microphones. Um, but, uh, yeah. Not as cool. Well, they, yeah. they might go out and pull sounds from nature to help. Yeah. But, you know, they go out with their mic and record everything, you know? Yeah. That's like blowout. That's like Travolta. Sound recorder. They're the ones who make sounds. Well, but there, there's probably a lot of overlap. No, that's both. There's a lot of overlap. Like Foley artists will do both. They'll do yeah. like they'll they'll they take the sounds that they record in the in the wild and they'll bring it in to try and match it up with the video to get the right sound. And they'll speed it up or slow speed it down or, slow it down. or down. edit it yeah. or add this or add reverb or. You but know. I know like the Foley artists have like like tons and tons of everything and they smack them against each other to get new sounds. Yeah. 
that's pretty fun. So yeah, the moment I got her internet going, I had the IMDb. She's like, hey, are you on IMDb? She's like, yep. I'm like, all right, cool. Look you up. And there you are. She did a lot of work. So that was funny. But yeah, that was, yeah. So Running Man, dude. Running Man is, I hate to say it, but it's not the uh, one of the Arnold movies I've seen over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. I kind of regret that because it's fucking underrated. It's a lot of fun. Reminds me a lot of Total Recall sometimes too. And it's got a lot of great one-liners, man. It's fucking great. Like he's on fire with his puns. It's amazing. <laughs> Every time he kills one of the uh, the other contestants. Yeah, like one of them is called the uh, one of them is called Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> after you kill him, he's like he's like Sub Zero. Now he's playing Zero. <laughs> you shit like that, you know? Oh god! I mean, they got bad guys like Buzzsaw and Fireball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Captain Freedom. I mean, no, but I think I think what makes that movie so poignant in today's day and age is it's what you know. What are we entertained by? And it's like it's getting bigger and bigger. It has to be more and more. Like you know, we want to see ultimate fighting. We want to see blood. We want to you know, we want to see helmet to helmet contact kind of thing. Our yeah. thirst for for Violence is not has not uh, subsided, and that's what this whole movie is about. Is this constantly like you know, this is what the future is. People they want to see this. They want to see death. So yeah, Running Man. Yeah, it's tons of fun. Yeah, yeah. I have on DVD. You've seen it a couple times. Oh yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. But I, I'm right there. He's wearing his loud ass Hawaiian shirt, and the chick's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna throw up." It's like, yeah. go ahead, doing the shirt. You would never even noticed it. <laughs> Shit like that, dude. He's fucking... But it is, you're right, it is one of his sort of less um, um, talked about films from that era. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. But yeah, it's fucking great. And then what else did I see? Um, so Mayhem, Joe Lynch's new movie. I'm Steven Young from uh, Glenn from Walking Dead and uh, Samara Weaving, so a uh, little, little hottie Australian chick who um, she's trying to get video from my buddy Scott. If he doesn't hurry up, I can't post it, but uh, I ask a question. She answers it by pointing at me and says something. I don't want to spoil it. She says it's pretty awesome, so I'm trying to get that. But this one's all about a virus spreads through an office complex causing white-collar workers to act out their worst impulses. Now, it's kind of we're close to like a buckle experiment. And I remember and Joe Lynch in the panel saying he had gotten that script, but then he really wanted to do mayhem. And uh, it's, he says, if it's, if anyone's ever worked in a corporate office, this movie is made for you because you got people just uh, ambitious, just going nuts. Like with the virus, that's like, takes over like your left eye, gets all red, starts itchy and people start fucking on the desk. People that hate each other uh, and throughout the office, just fighting and all this chaos is going on. And he's trying to take out his big boss because he, he just got framed for something that's not his fault and he got fired. And then now that this virus is going on, people are just going crazy and it's fucking bloody and violent. It's a f- fucking awesome. It's so good. It's such a good time. This is like, I don't know if you guys seen the trailer or anything. But if you haven't, don't, you know, kind of go blind. Um, Steven did such a good job on it. Uh, you see why he kind of wanted him in the, um, for the, for this movie. And then the, him and the relationship between him and uh, Samara, it's great too. Like he's got a little montage where he's ready to gear up to kick, to kick some ass, and he's like in a 
he's like in a tool shed, not a tool shed, but like it, within the office building, right? Where like the maintenance guy would have all the stuff. He's put on a work a belt and he's he's gathering all these like tools that you know he's going to use and go nuts. It's kind of it's kind of awesome. So mayhem, yeah. When it comes out, I'm not sure what, what is this release date because so it's March thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. Huh? Yeah, I see it really early printed. That's fucking no. Geez. Yeah, you must have because there's only three hundred reviews on IMDb. Okay, three hundred and one. I just gave it one right now. Oh, this is a solid, solid dollar. This is a I'd good buy time. That for a dollar. This is definitely a, a crowd movie. Watch for the crowd because the, the last cake. Oh, there's a half baked reference in it. <laughs> hey. there's, like a, there's like there's a line from half baked that they say in this movie. It's got a seven point one, which isn't bad. It's pretty. It's really good, especially for Joe Lynch. He had a bad run with the. Uh, Knights of Badastum, you know, like the producers just totally butchered the shit out of it, you know, wasn't like his final product. So, um, but it's cool. I've been following him since like Attack, uh, Attack, Attack of the Show. He used to be on there. He said a little segment where he'd review like, uh, or he'd recommend a cool horror movie. So this guy's always kept an eye on him. And, yeah. Oh, I remember Knights of Badastum. Yeah. He did Everly <laughs> with the, uh, uh, Summer Hike. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one. Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. So yeah, Mayhem, yeah, definitely, definitely high, high dollar. I don't. Know. And then also, since last night was our Monday movie, went over Jeff's house, brought some stompers, had some pumpkin, pumpkin spice blended. That was pretty good. Gave him the frap. I went with that one different. And uh, yeah, Cult of Chucky, which is. Kind of amazing. This franchise is uh, the writer oh, Don Mancini has been. Yeah, he's been the consistent writer in all of them, which is kind of cool. And he actually directed this one. Yeah. Chucky returns to terrorize his human victim Nika. Meanwhile, the killer doll has some scores to settle with his old enemies with the help of his former wife. Now, I don't know if you guys saw Curse of Chucky, but if you've seen Curse of Chucky, it uh, it leads right into this one. So, I take it none of you guys saw Curse. You know, I probably did, but it's been so long, and it's. I still remember. I, I know for sure I've seen Seed a couple times, um, and I can't remember Curse of Chucky. Well, there's a cool end credit scene for that one, and it leads into this one. Mm. Gosh, I don't know if it can. I, I think I say it's kind of spoiler, but let's see. It's, how do you say it? Uh, the curse is from 2013 as a 5.6 on IMDb. Yeah. Wow, this one's got a fight three. Yeah. Huh. Well, this one I like because they'd use a lot more practical. They'd actually use a doll. Not only did not one doll, but it's four dolls. Like you're like what? Yeah. He uh he learned he learned a new spell and then he he can uh, so Nika the chick from the last one. Oh, he's Fiona Durth. Several. Yeah. That's a so problem. That's why Cult of Chucky. Yeah. See, yeah, exactly. That's a problem. Um, Andy, who, Alex Vincent, who played Andy from one and two, returns as Andy Barclay. He, uh, at last, in the Curse of Chucky, spoiler alert, he shoots him right in his head, blows half his head off. And since he realized he can't kill him, he keeps it. He's got it in the safe. He's got Chucky's head right there. And he <laughs> talks to him. He tortures him. So, uh, he's, you see him go to his house, starts drinking beard or, or, what is it? Yeah, whatever. He's drinking something. He's smoking a joint. Chucky asks if he can smoke it. 
He puts it in his mouth for the longest time. It's a really good jump scare because he jumps right after him and tries to bite him. That's just his fucking head on a stake. <laughs> like, with half his head blown off. I mean, he just, he just tortures him. Like, that's, that's what he does. Like, like, okay. Um, there's a real cool twist at the end. They change, they change it up a little bit. Um, just kind of spark up the, the, the whole franchise to change it up a little bit. At first, I was like, kind of confused. Thought it was a little weird. But thinking back on it now, it kind of works. I think it's kind of cool. I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, you know, you get Brad Dourif to turn his voice for Chucky, which always works. And then when you hear him talk and you hear him laugh and you hear him curse, you got one of the cool kill scenes in the middle of the movie. It's, 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 it's like, it's what you want in a Chucky movie. Some people I'm seeing, it's getting a lot of hate online. I don't, I, I guess they don't like the way it's, which way it's going, but I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, if you get a chance, Harley, you should try maybe check out Curse and Cult. Do a little back to back this Halloween yeah. season, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, that's Cult to Chucky for y'all. All right. So, MCP. Are you still with us? All right. It's my turn. What am I a little music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the homework, it popped up on my Netflix, and um, I've held on to it for a couple of weeks. Uh, what happened to Monday? Um, in a world where families are limited to one child due to overpopulation, a set of identical septuplets, septuplets must avoid being put to, uh, put to a long sleep by the government and dangerous infighting while investigating the disappearance of one of their own. It's got new Real quick, but real quick before you get started. I had called up a favorite uh, our boy Art, and I'd asked him to call in, and he's going to try to guess our reviews for the homework and the extra credit. Hmm. All right. Okay. And so he had called it in, left the voicemail for us, little video clip, audio clip. So after we after we review it, we're gonna play that first part of the clip, the homework. Hopefully, it's cut up. We can we can stop it before the second part, and uh, we'll guess. Now. To ask you guys, do you think he will guess your rating, Harley? Yes. Okay. Tony? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say no for me. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Go ahead, SP. I'm sorry. You were saying? Yeah. Um, I guess it was my turn to get interrupted, right? Um... Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's got Numi Rapace, 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 how the fuck do you pronounce her name? Sure. Uh, I've always said Rapace, but yeah. <laughs> Rapace. Oh, yeah, it's got Numi Rapace and Numi Rapace and Numi Rapace and blah, blah, blah. Seven times. Yeah. And um, Numi Rapace. And, yeah, you know what? You weren't wrong with all of those. <laughs> if you could have pronounced it seven different ways, you would have been There you on. go. Numi Rapace, Numi Rapace, Numi Rapace. Uh, yeah, it's, it was, um, I like that it got, like, I always like movies that get into it pretty quickly because I saw the yeah. trailer for this and so I was like, okay, I knew there's, you, you, you see them all right there, which is well done. I thought the, um, the editing of getting them all on the screen at the same time and they're, yeah, the day and, and age of having the green screen and having them like look like they're, you know, all together one room looks really fake. Right. Uh, well, and not just the, the graphics of getting them in the same room, but like their eye lines, their pacing of their dialogue, talking to each other and not just two, 
there's four or five talking all at the same time. It, it yeah, was... you know, we we kind of saw this with in the comedics, uh, you know, with multiplicity. multiplicity. Oh, come right. on, bro. That was how long ago was that? Come on now. Well, that's what I'm saying. That was like 20 years ago. It, that's um, the point is that nobody tried to do that shit again. They're like, fuck that. I, I can't think of another movie that really has. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, had... the professor. Well, but he's not playing. He just. Tropic Thunder, playing... Jack Black. Yeah, but again, they play different characters. This one, they're sort of like visually playing the same person. Right, twins. They're playing twins, you know, or clones in Multiplicity's case. Um, But still, yeah, to this degree, um, it hasn't really been seen. um, I've never heard of or seen a movie that, that had this many of the same actor. Um. You know, we yeah. saw uh, the Winklevoss twins in, uh, um, uh, yeah, in Social Network, played by one. But that was just a set of twins. Um, this one's seven, and every one of them has its own unique look and sort of attitude. Mm-hmm. I so. guess that that added to the that what played into the kind of the plot of everyone's only allowed one child and so they have to pretend to all be the same person on different days of the week since there's seven of them it's it's an uphill battle for sure (laughs) um they did a little a little explanation for that right um towards the end with the um it's not spoiler but the uh you know the little telephone um you know, earbud being able to talk to each other because they have to pretend to be the same person. Right. Um, Well, and they had part of the plot was have the debriefing at the end of the day. They had to all get together and share what, what, what the person who went out that day, what happened, what did we do? You know, what do we have to, you know, what's our history for today? Um, every little detail but even then you're still going to miss little subtle things and again and again be, that played into the plot oh where, hugely yeah. absolutely um yeah it was incredibly original i thought i mean it you know it took from some science fiction flicks in the past don't get me wrong but the the screenplay material that they sourced it from was so original was it really brought something new to the table I thought Um, you know like it or or, you know take it or leave it um, you know I thought I gave it I gave it bonus points for that for sure Fonzo yeah, I was watching you just, it, like, you just I, finished it. I just finished it. Yeah, I'm like, it's got sci-fi from my man Harley and Tony. It's got the action for me. It's got Numi looking good. So it's like, hey, man, this is no, it got Willem Dafoe in the house. I'm like, all right, you know. Um, written and it's it's directed by Tommy Ricola, who did Hansel and Gretel, which I dug. Which I had a really good time with that. And he also mm. wrote like Dead Snow and Dead Snow Two. Well, he directed those too. Yeah. And, and if you guys remember that, how much fun that was. Well, yeah, it was. And I told Chris when we were starting to watch this, I said, here's the deal. Don't be surprised if there's some 
severe gore in this movie. I know this movie doesn't say it's a horror flick, but that's what this guy does. And then we get the finger scene when oh. the girl comes back with the skateboard. Oh. And I was oh. like, I told you. Uh-huh. I thought the squeamish. Oh, that oh. scene's so brutal, too. Afterwards. Oh, man. That's tough. I was thinking, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, you're right. You, you, oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Credits for Numi. Numi should get seven Academy Awards. Um, she <laughs> was fantastic. She did She did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, like you said, Tony, you know, the, with the editing and having them all talk to each other in Iraq, you felt like they were all different, actual different people. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and when the action kicked in, it was fucking awesome. I mean, it's brutal. Like, shit. It, goes to, it, it felt like... It didn't feel like choreographed. It felt dirty. It felt like, you know, like real. Like, just feel like when people were crashing and hitting each other, it just felt like, just like raw. I don't know. I, I really appreciate it. I really dug that. Like, when True. That, she's grabbing that iron and she's hitting him in the face. And like, you feel like, yeah, that's how she would react. That's how she would be like, fuck you, you know? You come into our house, you're trying to get an artist. You know, they're going to protect themselves no matter what. Oh, and when they did and were smashing faces, I'm like, fuck yeah. I was ruined for a man. When I do pull up the, with the knife, I was like, oh, you man, you take them out, man. I was like, Oh, I, I was, dude, I'm watching, I'm, I was totally invested. I'm like, yes, please take him out. Um, like you said, Harley, the story is just a cool story. I mean, I automatically engaged right off the beginning. Willem Dafoe is just great, you know. He's talking to him, he's telling them their stories. And talk, I don't know, that's a bad Willem Dafoe, but, you know, he always has a cadence <laughs> where he's just always talks like this, you know. Yeah, like, he always plays like, himself. Yeah, but he's great, though. He's great in that role. I thought that he could do a really good job. Um and they find it's all these little like cameo. Yeah, yeah. But they find all these other little parts because, you know, like you said, eventually they have to play the same person, but um but you find out that, you know, the one person does this, one person does that. So it's all to come in afterwards. Um give it a chase movie and like the dystopian future. I'm sure you guys probably dug the way that looked. Um yeah, I, I do I was enjoyed I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I can easily recommend this, no problem. I'm right there with you, man. It, this was this was fun. I mean, we Laney and I were pausing it throughout the movie and speculating on what what's going on and who who's what and where where and what happened to Monday type of thing. You know, we're trying to answer the question as we're going along in the movie. Um, it was fun. It was definitely a fun fun ride. Yeah, you go to the bathroom, you miss him. Like, hey, what happened? Uh, uh-uh, no, we're riding that shit. Was it Wednesday? Which one was forty one? Wednesday. <laughs> was it sporty spice, right? Yeah, sporty spice. Which one was she? Wednesday. Um, th- I thought it was Thursday. Oh, it was Thursday? Oh, that scene got me, dude. I was so pissed. <laughs> I don't know if it's but man. There were several there were scenes. Several, that were several. Good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But that one was just like, that's my homegirl. Yeah. I was like, fuck. But then you think, it's like, I, I don't have brothers, so I couldn't relate, you know? Like, Tony's probably the close one. He has a bunch of brothers. But like, having twins, I was just thinking like, man, they're like, so close to each other, man. They feel it. Like, that scene when, um, What's her name? The one in the, in the, the blonde. Was she Friday? Uh, sa- Saturday she, night. Saturday when she's she breaking Saturday, down yeah. and she's screaming. I'm like, oh, it's like that's yeah. all they know is them, you know, themselves, each other. So it's like, I don't know, man. That, that got to me. I was, I was just invested. That's what easy. That's the word I'm looking. I was just, in, I was invested. If a movie gets me hooked like that, mm. I'm, I'm all in. I bravo, you know. It's uh, <laughs> crack a crack a cold one. Um, I don't 
I don't particularly care for Naomi Rapace. Um, Naomi. 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 I think largely just because I hated Prometheus. Um, I I enjoyed uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, she's the original. She's the OG. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And, of course, it's sequels. Um, But I don't know. There's something about her that I, I just never... I didn't dig, and um, she was in Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, and holy fuck, did this movie change at all? Oh shit! You nailed it right on the head. I was dumbfounded at her performance and the subtleness between the seven sisters. And obviously, you know, from from the filmmaking standpoint, they give them all different looks. I get that. That's good. That's a good way to tell them apart. Um, But the fact that... And it's just great filmmaking, too. Like, I mean, you can see... There's there's a, a dozen scenes where you can see the limited experience that the director has with sort of big 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 films like this but he does such a good job the editor does such a good job numi does such an amazing job when they say okay read the script you have to act like this and she has to pull all those scenes off wearing that costume and then the next day she puts on the i'm assuming this is how the filmmaking goes yeah and then the next day she changes the costume. She puts on the wig. She puts on this makeup, blah, blah, blah. And then she has to rip off all of those scenes in the order of you see it with the inflection, with the acting. I, I, absolutely performance of the year. I mean, it's insane for her to pull off and then them stitch all of those performances together. Mm hmm. And me and and never did I go. Ah, Wednesday's just that's that's bad. That wasn't very good. She she wasn't having a good day when she did. It. No, she literally did the work of seven actors in this movie. She's literally on the screen half the time, like three or four at a time, for two hours. It's yeah. insane. I mean the the amount of footage they shot of her. And every one of the seven characters I feel invested in. Like, I'm like, when one happens to one, I'm like, no, I'm like her sisters. Uh-huh, that's what I'm saying. It's the same fucking actress. I could not believe it. I was, I, and as the movie progressed and they started doing what they did, you know, which you kind of, you weren't sure if they were going to do it or not. And then all yeah. of a sudden you're like, and then it starts happening kind of quickly. Uh, I was I was I was amazed. Um, uh, Glenn Close is comically bad. She's like a bad Bond villain. You know what I mean? Um, I liked the the good guy. Adrian Knowles is the uh, uh, I'm going to fuck up his real name. Marwan Kenzari. Um, he's not in it a lot, especially at the beginning. 
and he, he's got a little, you know, the little love interest at the end, um, which wasn't too forced because it has to explain, you know, some of the character. Um, the henchman, the who who gets the uh, the the bloody forehead. Oh, I didn't fuck that pa- guy. I didn't particularly care for him or his performance. Um, but yeah, well, he was supposed to be. He's like the henchman. Um, but every second, one of those fucking days of the week is on the screen. I'm I'm by I'm just in it. I'm just totally satisfied. Um, and the way the Chris picked up on the 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 twist, probably about the beginning of the third act, she was like. I bet you I know what happened to Monday. And I was like, what? And she's like, think. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. That's a good point. And then sure enough, she was right. So credit credit to the missus for, for picking up on that. Um, I loved it. I, I would happily watch this movie again. Um, the very, very ending, like the last 30 seconds, I thought was a little cheesy. Um, but again, I think it was just sort of, you know, you're starting to see the, the experienced limitations of, of Tommy or Cola. Um, like Fonzo, you point out the action is done very well. It feels very practical. It doesn't feel CG heavy considering this is a, you know, sort of straight to Netflix original kind of thing. Um, yeah, it, it's tough. This is a borderline slider for me. Um, uh, Numi's ca- characters are are an absolute slater. Um, the screenplay is a slater. Um, there's there's a couple things that just kind of hold it back from being a perfect film. Um, but the fact that it's so original in today's day and age, um, I, I think ultimately it does put it over the edge. So go ahead and give me a slater, Tony. All right. Well, first that view, was a first movie. watch. Cool. It gets a dollar from me. It has a potential, um, but I, I don't have a big craving to watch it again. So that's the only that's the only place where it's it's missing for me. But I still enjoyed it first run through. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'll talk how to go see something else. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. To me, definitely, I totally get that potential Slater. I could definitely recommend it to every bad boy, bad girls listening out there. So streaming on Netflix right now. It's definitely yeah, worth it's a watch. Definitely worth absolutely a brainer. Yeah, yeah. Catch it on the weekend. You're not doing nothing. It's do. You won't be disappointed. To me, it's a high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I think for me, ultimately, what puts it over the edge is just the sheer scope of, of, we've never seen that. Seven different characters played by one actress, mm. and she pulls it off. Not once did I go, ah, that's bullshit. I mean, they're all sitting at the fucking dinner table talking to each other. Yeah. And I kept shaking my head like, I have to keep reminding myself, it's the same goddamn actress. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking. That was amazing. Right, man. So. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. Okay. So. All right. So let's, Art, let's see what you got to say. See what you got. Got. 
Hey guys, what's up? This is Art Mario, aka Art from Cali, and I'm here to see what our favorite bad boys rated this week's homework and extra credit. Starting off with the homework, what happened to Monday? This was kind of a trippy movie, and who's the trippiest on the show? None other than Mr. Tony. I believe Tony was tripping on some kush kush, some sticky <laughs> and he liked this movie, so I'm gonna say he bought it for a dollar. Next on to next guy, we'll just go with Fonzo. I think Fonzo likes the concept, uh, fucking chick that's cloned or whatever. I don't know what the movie's about, but I say Fonzo also bought it for a dollar. Next on to old man Harley. Harley did not like this movie. He's like, why is there one chick playing more than one part? What's going on? So Harley, it was a waste of time. Oh, oh I know. It's the opposite of that. He was crazy. <laughs> the fact that she played more. How funny that you just said that. Art, well, Art, Art, did you watch it? It sounded like you. If you watched it, you got confused by it or something. Um, I don't think you saw it. Yeah. I don't think you saw it. Yeah. Okay. So it was yeah. just just from the trailer. Just from going. Yeah. Just going from it. Yeah. yeah. Well, now watch it. After you. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to watch it. Huh? Now you got to watch it. Oh, you think he's got to watch it? That's the rule? Motherfucker's got to watch it. Motherfucker's got to watch it, yeah. Give him a better idea, huh? Two dollars and a Slater? He did pretty good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Cool. Well, all right, we'll join us later again to uh, guess again on the extra credit, which I believe Harley chose. I did. So I chose him to watch. He did. Um, I'm a big, big, you know me, big, oh boy. giddy, 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 big Gyllenhaal <laughs> fan. <laughs> and um, who doesn't love a good cop drama, buddy cop film? Absolutely. Taking, taking place in our old uh, stomping ground, so to speak, Los Angeles, South Central. And um, if you guys recall, this made my top, top two or three movies of the year. It might have been my number one. Um, uh, David Ayer direct, wrote, wrote and directed this 2012 uh, certainly a hard R and uh, I just remember watching it the first time going just the chemistry that these two actors had together um, the, it seemed so believable the brotherhood um, it just was so compelling Um and watching it again and really picking up on the subtleties, um, I can't help but think that these two had a lot of fun shooting this movie together. Um, it's 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 not a big tentpole flick, you know. It's it's a relatively small scale. We basically just see these two going day to day and and seeing the extreme violence being, and being I don't know. You could say maybe bad boys. Bad boys, um, but they are obviously seeing the worst of the worst in in yeah. on their beat, the thirteenth or whatever. What you're gonna, as part of their training, Jake and Michael spend five months doing twelve hour ride alongs with on duty LAPD officers. During Jellyhouse's first ride along, he witnessed a murder. <laughs> Method oh, yeah. acting, yo. No shit, right? So maybe that's why his performance is so good. Man, but um, shit. Yeah, after watching this again, I love it. I mean, it is, uh, you know, dare I say again, for what it's trying to be, it's a perfect film. It is, 
you know, it, it doesn't try to be anything more, you know, it, it's not, it's not traffic. It's not trying to deal with the inner workings of the, of the cartel. Even Sicario kind of does that a little bit, <clears throat> you know, um, this, this movie is about these two brothers, you know, um, brothers from another mother. And, you know, they were born in much different, uh, atmospheres and they talk and they joke about it, you know, mm-hmm. um, I love Jake Gyllenhaal when he's, I'm going to tell you a story about this and a story about that. And what about <laughs> this quinceanera and that quinceanera? <laughs> like, it's, it's so goddamn funny. There's so many of those scenes. Oh yeah. That's so funny. Um, that you, what happened? You know how many times the, the word end, "fuck" is in the movie? Oh, must be a thousand. It's like Scarface. It's yeah. so three hundred twenty-six. Yeah, there you go. Making it uh, the seventh in all-time profanity list. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Imagine if the movie was twenty minutes longer. Oh, jeez. But you're right, dude. That that makes the ending that much more effective. So hard because yeah. you're so yeah. You're right along with them, and mm-hmm. you easily just. You just you, fall, you you believe these guys' relationship, you know. You want to hang out with them, you know. You're having a good time with them, so oh, that that part, yeah, that part sucks, man. I hate it. it is. I, I like to end the movie before that, so I don't have to watch it. <laughs> he just doesn't even finish it. Yeah, like Tony Montana never dies for me in Scarface, so I'm cool <laughs> with that. So. Yeah, was this your second time watching this, Tony? Or have you seen this? Uh, time second time. Or? Yeah, second time. Yeah, how'd it hold up for you? It was good. It still held up. Um. The second time through, I was a little distracted by that, that he was documenting. And then like every every time they went out, it was some crazy shit. Like the craziest shit the, 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 yeah. the, the, you can imagine. That's LA, man. That's LA for you. It's, it's, like, it's probably a little far-fetched. <laughs> it's just a little far-fetched. You know, they have boring days. He but... wanted some murder on his first day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Yeah, sure. they're but gonna show you the days where they just sit around. For what did he witness on the next ten days? Nothing. It's the greatest hits. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah it was a greatest hits type thing. Like I said, yeah. it, it, that's the only thing that that I noticed. That, like I said, that it, that might I was distracted by, um, but it's minor because these guys are fun to watch. They are just fun to just be there in their within their chemistry as they're riding along and just talking and just shooting shit and bullshitting with each other. It, it's they're they're a fun team um, to 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 witness, and like you said, it, it does add a ton of weight to how it ends. But you kind of see that coming. It kind of that's kind of like what the movie's telling you. It's like shit. These guys look at all the shit that they were running into their luck is, and their luck barely is escaping. Out. Exactly, their yeah. luck is gonna fucking run out. You know, yeah. and that's real. I had to. That's I real people. There's real cops yeah. and real families oh, out there that are going absolutely. through that shit. That's what's nuts. I literally had to spoil it for Chris. We were watching it and we were probably about 30 minutes into it after about the second or third insane thing they deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, you can see she's just uncomfortable. It's so like and stressful for her to watch. And she's like, I, I, I can't finish the movie. I mean, you, you got to tell me what happens. And I was like, you want me to spoil it for you? Cause I can spoil it for you. And she's like, I, I think so. Like she genuinely, it's so stressful to watch right. the shit that they get into. 
I literally had to tell her, okay, here's the deal. This is what's going to happen. They're going to stumble on to a cartel. They're kind of, you know, they get in over their heads and it doesn't end well. And she was like, God damn it. I knew it. But it was the only way that she could actually watch it was for me to spoil it for. I mean, I didn't spoil it entirely. And so at the very end, she's a little surprised, but, um, it's done so well. It's got that such an uneasy feeling. Every time they kick in a door, they don't know what's going to happen. Every time they pull over a fucking car, they don't know what's going to happen. You know, every, like when they walk in and they have the, the stare down with the, with the, with the gangbangers and they're like, you know, they're just telling them to turn the music down. That is such a stressful goddamn scene. And everybody's just mad dogging each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, what is it trying to be? What is it trying to be? It's just a cop flick, right? Like, Tony, you brought up, you, you know, what do you expect is going to happen to these guys? You know what I mean? Uh, eventually, their luck is going to run out. Um so yeah it's, it's it's kind of a peek behind the curtain of that world and to just to show that it's it's rough it is one of the roughest professions you know careers that you can get into and you, you this is stuff you don't witness this is stuff you don't see you know just yeah. how um you know you, you think of cops you think of them you know slow down they're gonna pull you over you know the, the, why are you pulling me over that shit? you know this it's, it's, there's a lot of the common thing is very combative with cops, but fuck, there's a whole other side to it. They got families, they got you know, brother, you know, their 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 partner, and 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 the shit they get into. Not just trying to give us tickets. At least that's what I got out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Watch it again. I just automatically just get right in the mood. I mean, the way. The way uh, Jake looks, he looks like a Marine. He's kicking, he's wearing the watch right. with the big forward. Yeah, I mean, it looks like my, my, my buddy Sling Blade. He would wear his watch like that. The shaved head, he kind of just reminds me of him. And I'm like, yeah, Jake, you're totally convinced with me. I I get it, you know. Um, Michael Peña normally played the cholo in another movie, but I'm glad he, he he's playing the cop and he does really well. And him and this chick have this beautiful relationship. And then these point of heartstrings, they mm-hmm. know what to do to make things way more um, impactful. And uh, like their banter, yeah, you could easily just watch another sequel with both of them. You know what I mean? You could easily watch the movie just of them in the car. Um, but David Ayer I, just I, knows I, that street, that that yeah, films that gritty. He he yeah. has that knack for it. So I, I applaud him for it. I probably want to end it. Um, when they get the uh, – start talking about the cartel, that shouldn't get uh, – really scary like all right you know there's gangs but then there's you know cartels so it's like um and again it 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 doesn't try to like overdo it or anything you know what i mean it's you know it's got the one scene the the night the night vision scene where you see the cartel guy on the phone and he's like dude you just need to handle it like take care of it right Mm -hmm. um yeah, so yeah. you know it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting you brought up the fact that Jay Gyllenhaal is a Marine. The payoff to that is in the shootout at the end, 
where he tells uh, Pena's character, we're going to shoot our way out, but he has a nickname for it. Um, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And he's like, we're going to shoot our way out of this. And sure enough, they do, you know, mm-hmm. and that scene is so intense. It's done so well. Um, oh, yeah. It feels so believable. Um, so, yeah, yeah it, dude, definitely a high dollar for high dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. I think this this might be the first in uh, Bad Boys history for me. I'm going to give both the homework and the extra credit a Slater. That was Whoa. a good movie. Damn. Yeah. Damn, wow, Gina. That's impressive. Well, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see if uh, Art gets that one. No way. <laughs> I give it a dollar. I, say, I say no. <laughs> yeah, I say no, too. Well, he'll get mine. I'd buy that for a dollar. We already know because he already got the other one wrong. So I can't get it right. <laughs> but just this round, yeah. Right. Take it away, Art. On to the extra credit. End of watch. A fucking great movie. Let's go with Fonzo. I think Fonzo loves this movie. He likes the nitty gritty street level kind of movie like this. So for Fonzo, I'm gonna dare say it was a Slater. Oh, uh, let's go to Tony. Tony, I think Tony was busy programming. He doesn't want to be dealing with that negative shit. He wants to, you know, play video games and program. So I say he bought it for a dollar, you know, barely paying attention probably. And last <laughs> and certainly not least, our man Harley. I think Harley likes it. I know he works with kids and he might have to deal with future convicts. So I think he relates <laughs> it on a lot of levels and probably gives it a Slater, oh. not only for the fact that, you know, he can relate to it, but also because the Mexican dies and the white guy lives. So <laughs> well, that's where I think I'm host rated and hopefully I'm right. But anyways, take care guys and see you next time. Oh. <laughs> Art, my friend, you you are my new best friend. <laughs> dude, not only did he fucking guess it right, dude, but he put oh, it in extra man, flavor to it. Someone has oh. balls to face. Oh, god damn it. God damn it, Art. Woo! That was fantastic, sir. Uh, who wants I to go like to Quinceanera? <laughs> <laughs> who wants the chicken dance, baby? Let's do the chicken dance. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Damn, good one, are that you fucking yeah. nailed it. That's a fucking loop. Yeah. yeah, see, I mean, I I only started the movie programming, but I stopped and finished it with my full attention. Oh shit! Oh, see, so he was, he was partly right then. <laughs> he, he was partly right. Yeah, I think it's okay. pretty much see, well he known. Knows I, bad boys, I, he knows his bad I always start. Around. Yeah, I always start with programming. It's up to the movie to pull me out. You can tell, man. Bad, he he's a fucking bad boy, man. You mm-hmm. he's certified bad boy, right there. I mean, he knew his shit. He knew he knows his bad boys. I mean, that was definitely proven right there. If you ever want to question his bad boyness, fuck <laughs> out of here. PBR that shit. My man Art's got it down. He's got it unlocked. So fantastic, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah See, if you want to be a Patreon member just like Art? Like I said join our Patreon. Simple for less than a cup of coffee, like I always say before, but it's fucking true, you know. Donate a dollar, hook us up, man. Help us out. Keep this podcast going. This beautiful podcast that you love listening to. Keep it going. Let's see who's got the homework this week. You do. What's that? You. You do or voodoo? Do do. Who do? I do. Oh, well, that's fucking great news because, um, I saw I follow shrimp. What's it? Shrimp Cat Cinema, 
my boy, my boy Ronnie created this Instagram profile. I think that's it. If you guys want to follow it, make sure I got it right. And he just posts a different movie poster and like very unique, different, not the same ones you always see, but like different ones. Yeah. Shrimp cat cinema recommendations from a movie lover. Um, it's got titles, years and quotes, and he just puts a different movie poster every time. And then he came, he, he put this one. I looked at the cover and I'm like, Oh, that looks interesting. And look at the cast. And I'm like, damn. This, that, that's the cast? I was like, fuck, dude. I, we got to watch this. Motherfucker, we got to watch it. And it's called, let's see, a guide. Come on, where's it coming? Why did it come up? Come on, come on. Where is it? Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, 2006 movie. A guide to recognizing your saints. Written and directed by Dito Montiel. So, you know, right off the bat, you know. Written in like we've got that. So check this out. The synopsis: the movie, oh, wow. is a, the movie is a coming of age drama about a boy growing up in a story in New York during the 1980s. As his friends end up dead on drugs or in prison, he comes to believe that he has been saved from their fates by various so-called saints. Look at the cast. Look at the cast. Just look at the cast. Jesus like, Christ! Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I was like, how do we never hear this? Like, this is crazy. Came on six, man. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. So yeah, um, got 7.0. The trailer looks awesome. Don't watch the trailer. Might spoil it too much. Yeah. Just go, fuck just go it. blind. Yeah. So that's the homework. It looks awesome. So I'm super excited. So shout out to Ronnie for recommending it or post posting on his Instagram. So when I went to Amoeba, I went to look for it to see if they had it. Fucking A, they had it. I'm like, God damn, Amoeba, I love you. You had a random DVD that I've been just randomly just talking about and you guys had it. Fucking awesome. So that's the homework. What's the homework? Because I was busy adding them to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> a guide to recognizing your saints. I knew it. It this came out two years before he did Iron Man. Oh, you were trying to figure out when this was, like, yeah, before, because before like you up. said, it like, to, yeah, it's it's, it's totally under radar. Like Tatum's yeah, in it. Like Shia looks mad years. young in it. Like, dude, my man Chaz Palminteri's in it. I love me some Chaz, so like. Dude, the hell? Oh, this is a dog. Oh. Anyways, yeah. So I'm all about it, yo. You got it, Tony. Yeah, got it. All right. I believe it's your extra credit. Um. Yeah, I already have that picked. Uh, Zodiac. Oh wow. A double feature of Robert Downey. Yeah, yeah no kidding. What the hell? Did you have it picked already? Tony? What's that? Did you already um, have that one picked up? Yeah. yeah. We got a double feature with Jay Gyllenhaal weeks back to back. Uh, oh, you know Harley's happy. <laughs> My original man crush, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, shit. That's right. This movie's tailor-made for you. David Fincher? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's David Fincher. Oh, man. I've always been a fan of this one. Yeah. Kind of long. Yeah. We kind of need two hours and 37 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, all right. Well, cool. That's next week's right there. So, Art, if you want to play along, or if anybody else wants to play along that listens and want to, choose your bad boy and, and if you want to guess 
like we should give Art a prize or something, man. He was fucking spot on. I know. He, he, he called me again at a slider. Yeah. Old I mean, man. That, Harley, that Harley has to uh, yeah. send him a tri-tip. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Harley will come over and cook for you. How about that? <laughs> if you make it up here, I'll cook for you. Oh, there you go. Nice. Good name. But, yeah. Do you want to give us your answers? Do you want you want to play along with the bad boys? I think I gotta come up with a name for that. I I would I would guess that uh, D would be pretty good at that. Think so? Yeah. Like I feel like he knows me well enough to to guess it at uh at that. Alright. Yeah, and then maybe you guys can play against each other. What'd you guys do this weekend, y'all? What was going on? Oh. Uh, what else did you break? Not a... What was that, Tony? I said, what else did you break? <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit. No, nothing. Nothing. Nothing like that. Um, I don't remember us doing anything. Hug around the house. Um, yeah, I don't think we did anything. Hmm. Hmm. Tony nobody, some, nobody came. Yeah, on um on Saturday we signed up to volunteer for the San Diego Maker Fair. Um and um it was fun. Like I we've never volunteered for anything before. So it was all a new experience. Um and we like that we you know, we've been to Maker Fair a, a couple years, two years in a row. Um and so this year instead of going to Maker Fair we just volunteered um and it was it, it it was interesting to see just to see that side of it you know the peek behind the curtain type thing um but me and laney just the way we, we just the way we work we work like we have really um good work ethic and as soon as we got there we started taking over even before they signed us in we're just like hey there we, we walked in and uh a, there's this girl like stuffing um name tags with different um, with different name tag, so the name tag placeholder, the plastic part, she was stuffing them with the name tags, and uh, and they had like you know a hundred of them there, and we're just like, we're standing there for like five minutes watching her do it, and Lanny and looking at look at each other like, should we help? You know, we're here to work, so can we? They're like, <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I got there like at um like at six six forty five and. Uh, Lainey left at like at one and then I, and then she came and picked me up at three. Um, and we we were just doing just everywhere. At, at one point I went outside to help, uh, this guy patrol like and kick cause th- th- this was down at, um, the Balboa park and mm-hmm. there's this road there. What's, it called again? What's that? What was it called again? San Diego Ma- maker fair. It's the maker fair. Then San Diego hosts it at Balboa park. Um, one of the roads down there is where all the food trucks were going to be. And last year, um, like there was food trucks and there was a bunch of stuff on the street and someone got hurt and the ambulance couldn't make it through the damn street. Cause all of the vendors were like, like they popped up their tent on the street. So this year, um, the, the producer was telling me, he told me and this other guy's like, Hey, you guys need to patrol these streets. Anytime you're on here and you see a vendor on the street, kick them onto the grass. 
you need to tell them they, they <laughs> cannot be on here. They have to be on the grass for emergency, blah, 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 blah. So we were out there directing food trucks and lining them up and bringing them in, moving shit around. Just, it was, it was fun. We were just, in, I ended up being uh, a runner for most of the day, for, for the first half of the day. You know, people would walk in. I need the extension cord over here, or someone's missing their their wristbands over here, and blah blah blah, and delivering shit. Um, and then the second half of the day, I sat at an exit and made sure people didn't come in through the exit. <laughs> like I, they're like, "Oh, where's the entrance? It's up there next, over, over, up, and a right to the right through the building. Then come out the side." Blah blah. blah. Like, like that's all I did for the last two three hours that I was there. Um, but it was nice. still cool. It was, it was still a good experience. Um, we both enjoyed ourselves. We enjoyed helping, like being productive for someone else and not getting paid for it. Like it was just, it was like a a charity thing, like being generous. It felt good. Like it felt really good. So um, we 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 went home that night and we we're like, oh man, we should come back tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, but I've got I've got real work I need to do. You know, stuff that I get paid for. <laughs> But it's fun, and so we were actually debating whether we were going to go the next day. And we wake up the next day dead tired. Yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> we're like, nope, nope. We we'll make my friend; he's dead tired. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but it, it, that was a cool experience, to, to say the least. So you get to tell people what to do, and you were told what to do on the same day, right? Yeah, all on the same day. Huh. Yeah, because of, you know the the volunteer the, the management they would the supervisors they would tell us what to do, and then mm-hmm. they were telling us to tell other people what to do, which is great. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely do it again. Kind of want to nice. volunteer right other places just to see what it's like to volunteer at different events. Um, Are you able to see what's going on? Like, what... a little bit. Being a runner, like I was yeah. able to, I had to go into the different museums and and deliver things for people and as i'm oh one of the things that I, I i did at the end my supervisor said okay you're done with your shift here's a ribbon go through our zone and pick your favorite exhibit so that gave me a chance to check out at least my zone and look at all the things that were there which was cool um i did find that the fleet science museum the fleet science center um that has a retro arcade games in it old school arcade games oh, i was like they had cool. from modern games all the way to old school i'm like i gotta come back so i got that out of it too nice right on yeah that's cool yeah it's good stuff and that's it no, nothing nothing special happened sunday yeah you were uh you were pretty busy this weekend yeah, where did, I, where did it start? So we were talking last week and on Thursday, right? Did it start on Thursday for me? Yeah, yeah that was the, 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 yeah. So on, let's see. It was on the 5th. Yeah, on the 5th, there was a double, uh, there was a double feature for Predator and the Running Man. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was there. Live in person, tossing cookies. He was having a fantastic time. It was wonderful. Uh, he answered the questions. Q&A came down from Santa Monica. It was wonderful. There you uh, go. And what, what was crazy was Bill Duke was in the house. My man uh, who played Mac in Predator. 
who was in the crowd, my buddy Scott, being Savage Scott, living up to his name, had a record, brand new LP, the release for Predator soundtrack. Looks back behind us, and he's like, dude, that's like Bill Duke. Oh, he didn't know his name. He goes, that, 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 that looks like somebody. Yeah, like, like he he yeah. went on to direct Deep Cover. Bill Duke did? Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Right on. Mm-hmm. So he, he, looks at, he looks back, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Bill Duke. And I, he's like, see, I told you. So Matt's like, you didn't know who it was. <laughs> I knew it was somebody. <laughs> so he's holding the record. He's got his marker in his hand. He's like, I'm going to go ask him, like, what? We're all Shit, like, look at his name, Chris and Chris were like, no. And uh, he walks up to him, and he's like, he's like I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Like, all right, dude, you can do it. If you can do it, then we'll all go. So he's like, fuck it, I'll go up there. He goes up to him. I couldn't even – dude, I don't know why. I couldn't look back. I just couldn't look back. I was so nervous. I, I couldn't even look. So I was looking at my friends, looking at him. And they're like, oh, shit, no. like, he's getting it done. He's getting it done. Sits down. He's like, oh, dude, it was so nice. I'm like, what? And then my friend's like, oh, fuck that. We're, we're getting our shit signed. So they go up, and I'm like, I'm still sitting at the seat. I'm like, nah, man, I don't want to bug him. I don't want a bunch of people going up to him now. And then the Christian's like, dude, dude, he, he thanked me for going up to him. And he, he was so crazy. Like, dude, he was so cool about it. I'm like, yeah. And all I had was from Predator that I brought to sign was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a Predator action figure. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Um, I'll ask him, you know? And I go, Mr. Duke, I, he's like, he's like, how you doing? So I'm going to bother you. I was just wondering if I can get your autograph. And he's like, sure. And I was like, I was like, I got to ask you, Michael, you're one of my favorite movies, uh, Menace Society. He starts laughing. I like, that line where you say to Kane, you don't fucked up. You know that, you right? Fucked up, you know, you don't fucked up. <laughs> Did you improvise that? Did you improvise? And he gets a big smile on his face and his buddy that's with him starts laughing, you know, because I don't think anyone usually references yeah. Menace Society, especially since we're watching Predator. It's like, God, I'm going to smile. I wish I had it on video. I wish I had it on my phone. I was like, fuck, I dropped the ball on that one. But I was like, I was like, that's one of my favorite lines. When you start pointing at Kane, you're like, you, you know that, right? You know you don't fucked up. You know that, right? And he just starts laughing. He goes, yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm like, can't wait to tell my friend, man. I love that scene. And the fact that's that you cool. said that, yeah, it was great. So, yeah. So, then Arnold brought him up on stage, and he totally uh, hung around for the Q&A, which was great. You can say he stuck around. And um, I, uh, I record, like, a big portion of it. It's on my YouTube channel now. If you want to watch it, like he had really cool takes on like him and Stallone back in the day, answer some questions and uh, just just dude, just mad charisma. He comes in, starts like right in the beginning, starts yelling all his quotes. Just get him all out of the way. Get to the chopper. He just starts screaming him on. The crowd goes wild. He's just like uh, he just starts <laughs> he just starts saying everything like from Conan, from uh, all of them, all the great hits, and it, it was just funny. You know what I mean? Um, so Arnold's great. Like so he. They take his ass out real quick to the back so we couldn't get a picture or yeah, autograph. But you know what? We were there. We got Bo Dukes. That was great. Like seeing Predator and Running Man on the theater, hang out, hanging out with our friends. Great time. So that was fun. So then on uh, on the 7th was the West Coast premiere for Mayhem. And Joe Lynch and Samara, the directors, were there. And they, they had a cool panel. I record like 30 minutes of footage of it. Scott's got like 19, so I'm going to put it together. May I have to break it up in two parts. Sometimes YouTube doesn't let you put more than 15, and sometimes it does. It's really weird. So um, I got a lot of footage of that. Like I said, Mayhem, fucking such a great movie. So much fun. Um, so that was cool to see that. Um, but before that, oh, shit, I forgot. Before we even went to that screening, we went over to Dark Delicacies for the, the final release of Christine, and Alan Howarth was there signing. And so is John Harrison. John Harrison's done the soundtrack for Creepshow and Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Alan Howard has worked with Carpenter on pretty much all his releases, like Halloween 2, They Live, 
um, Prince of Darkness, Christine. I mean, all of them. And I just happen to have like four of all, like four of those vinyls. So I'm, I'm gonna bring them and see if I'll sign all of them. Sure enough, dude, I was so nice. He signed all those records. I'm like, man, that's bitching. So after we did that, we went, went straight to to go have some dinner. We had to eat super quick because the premiere for wait, Mayhem was about to start. And then once Mayhem started, we were gonna watch a 35 millimeter print of Hellraiser. And that one was really like a shoddy with like the pops and everything. And like, it was just really grainy, but that was kind of fun to see with an audience. And, uh, they had just, the, it was the 30th anniversary for Hellraiser. And so was, uh, Predator and Randy Man. It was their 30th anniversary as well. Um, then Death Waltz released the soundtrack for Hellraiser there. And it's like a limited copy of like, uh, 500. It was only sold for that, the screenings. It's like this cool gold, kind of like the, the, the box from Hellraiser. So that's cool. And then at 11.55, Rawhead Rex had a 4K restoration that I was going to play later. But we were so tired, dude. We, we couldn't make it for that. We were just like done. We're like, it's coming out on Blu-ray the next week. Like, if we really want to watch it. If you just, guys, if you do me a favor, just look up Rawhead Rex. Just get it. Just, just, you just get an idea of this character, what it looks like. Uh, so for the mind of Clive Barker, he's not a fan of the movie. <laughs> he actually doesn't really like it. Um, but just, just. Look at that creature. It looks like nothing you've seen before, too, which is kind of nuts, you know? Wow. Uh, yeah. See? Um, so, yeah, that was... Yeah, you see it? Yeah. So that was a lot of fun seeing that. That was like going back and forth and, and hanging out and watching movies. That, and it took its toll. I mean, it was fun, but it, it gets tiring, you know? So, but Beyond Fist kicked ass this year. It was so much fun. It was, can't wait to do it again next year. Um, like I said, we've got Dario's autograph, got the Duke. So, you know, after, after all said it was done, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, man. Like, got like a lot of Stormer yeah, Party matches sure. two signatures. So it was, it was really cool. So Spirit and 4K looked amazing, like I said before. So that was awesome. And then, let's see. Um, I was going to bring up really quick that when I took crew to the dentist office, it, it's all like nice and modern and futuristic. And then to the side, they got these arcade games. For the kids that are sitting hmm. waiting around, like the, I mean, it was just like, it's like a dream come true. Like, remember going oh, to an arcade the, game, the, and, you know, you had like fifty cents, and that was it. You had to be all choosy, like what game you wanted to play, you know, because you only yeah. had a quarter. This one arcade, I couldn't believe it. it had a little red button, um, like a, um, you kept pressing it, and it kept adding more credits and more credits. It was like the greatest thing ever. I just kept mm-hmm. pushing, just pushing like, the, the lights going up. I'm like. This is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I remember um, all games be like that. I remember when I was a teenager, we went to Vegas, and they had nickel arcades. Oh. And I was like, my mom gave me like five dollars, and I was like, oh. just playing for hours. It was like uh-huh. the greatest day. Right? You feel like 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 John Connor just broke the ATM, got some money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice Easy money. Easy money. <laughs> Pocket full of nickels. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh god, yeah. So they played arcade games, and they have old school games too. Like, there's one cool like wrestling game. And they had gal. They had this one. It's like emulators. Like each game has like six or seven games in it, you know. Mm. But Pac-Man's hard because the joystick is all jacked up. So I'm like, all right. But it's crazy, though, man. Like the offices, like like uh, crew, like in uh, he just puts his types his name in and he gets signed in. No paperwork. No paperwork to hand your card for your next appointment. I'm like, man, this shit's modernized, man. It's crazy get a text or an email, you know, when the next appointment is, it's like, it's, it's just, it's, it's different times, man. It's wild, you know? Mazzy uh, has a dentist appointment, uh, not tomorrow, but the next day. 
she uh, she chipped her tooth a couple of days ago at school. Just a tiny, oh, no. just a just a tiny little. You couldn't, you don't even see it unless you really point it out. But yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, I man. That's just uh, you know, kids gotta get the braces, they get the teeth like that, and um, it's crazy. Um, I told you last time we moved that piano in, right? To our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. it's like I'm pretty mad. In there, Amy did a cool job. Put the pictures of the boys on top of the piano. It's kind of nice. There's a lot. There's a lot more room. Tony, if you came in the house, it's completely different. You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> it's completely. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of room now. Oh, I'm sure as as the boys get older. The house will go through like rebounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll constantly change. But yeah. yeah, Halloween decorations are up. Good to go. Um, like I said, I was going to be gone. So my next adventure is um, on the 21st. Uh, Jordan Carpenter signing another uh, one of his comic books they created. They wrote again Tales of Halloween Volume 3. And then later that night, we're going to check out Night of the Living Dead at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. What are you doing that day, Tony? What day? Wanna head out there? The twenty first? Uh nope. I'm busy. Sorry. You're busy? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it's cool. They do screenings like on the side of this building and you can like uh bring the like, picnic stuff and just get beach chairs and hang out and eat some food and watch a movie on the outside. I'm like, what better movie to see corpses come out of the ground than watch it on uh in a cemetery? <laughs> I think it's pretty neat. So it's definitely perfect for October. Um Yeah, that's that's uh that's coming up. But uh Think that's it, huh? Which one of us saw the new Blade Runner? I'm kind of want to find a way yeah, to get out there. I was kind of thinking it might become the homework, but um, it is a long, a long film. Well, yeah, tough. I haven't seen the first one, so tough. Yeah, I would, I would suggest seeing the first one, being that it is a proper sequel and not a remake. Right. All right, well, we just randomly read all things movies. We got to guess art, uh, try to guess, and I think you did a pretty fantastic job on it. So, you, sir. Yeah, so if you guys want to play along too, I'll show you just the MCP's MySpace link on our website. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to play along, just hit us up, send us an email with your with your guesses, and we'll play it on the air. No problem. Um, uh, but, yeah, so. We have a lot of extras there. Homework and next credits locked for next week. It's random Lorenzo and all things movies. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Support on Patreon. We love you. Always have. Always will. Always. I mean, we'll say ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.